Remember she asked you to cut disco balls in half? Oh, yeah. She was like, do you think you could cut? Oh, she's like, I want disco balls on the wall. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. She's like, but not just the whole disco ball. Like, we have to cut the disco ball in half. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could do that. (laughs) And then I'm in the shop, like, two weeks before the wedding. I'm like, okay, today's the day I'm going to cut these disco balls in half. And then I'm like, oh, these disco balls are glass. Yeah. What's up, guys? I hope you grab your iced coffee for this one because it's going to be good. Welcome back to Digging Into the Details with Brad and Taylor of none other than the Details duo. We're getting good at this. We're rolling. Hi, guys. Today's a good one. We are counting down, recapping our top 20 favorite builds of all time. Right, Taylor? Mm Mm-hmm. Man, that was hard to do because we had a lot of good ones. We did have a lot of good ones. I mean, it would be so great if we just had 20 builds total. I know. (laughs) In the last five years. Yeah. And we were able to just, you know, still be doing okay. And actually, these are uh, out of a duration of four years, I think. Oh, four years. Man, I'll do five a year. I know. Sign me up. Yeah. Cool. That would be nice. Anyways, we will get into it. Let's do it. And hopefully, um, if any past clients are listening or planners are tuning in, if we don't mention your um, wedding or your build, hopefully you're not offended. Yeah. I don't know. Every, I feel every, like I need to just put a disclaimer out there because we truly do love all the projects that we get the opportunity to work on and the clients that we get to work with and bringing those visions to life. But these were just some throughout the years that really stood out to us for various reasons. A lot of them, and this was a major turning point, our business, especially for 2021 and 2022, was we really focused on couples' love stories and trying to tie in those personal details and make really unique builds that had never been seen before. So, um, yeah, these were just kind of some of our favorites, and we'll share a few details behind each of them. For sure. Yeah, let's do it. So our first one was our very first wall build, um, which we briefly mentioned in our in episode one, all about our business journey, because mm-hmm. that was really the first time that someone, both the client and a planner, took the chance on us right? Um, to build something more than just the small stuff. Yep. So our first one was the infamous White Claw Wall for Roxanne and Thomas. Yeah, True North. At True North, um, November 2019. I don't know if I already mentioned that. Um, November 2019, Roxanne and Thomas with the White Claw Wall. And this was, and I think I also said this in the first episode, but White Claw at the time was... Yeah, White, White Claw. White Claw was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> White Claw was fire emoji, fire emoji. Um, on trend. White Claw was very much on trend at the time. And it still is, but I think they just, there's some more 
choices out there. So maybe it's not quite as popular as it once was. But yeah, that was really um, a cool, unique build that we had the opportunity to do. And essentially it was an 8x8 circle with a laser cut title that said... It's a nice day for a White Claw wedding. Spin off of the Billy Idol song. Mm-hmm. It's a nice day for a white wedding. Yep. Which, looking back, um, to be our first build, like our first wall build, is wild. Because I think today, and like if this build was presented to us today, I'd be so stoked on it. Mm-hmm. Generally, you know, that would be the other way around. You look back at like your very first thing that you did, and you're probably like cringing. Right. Or you're like, man, that's so 2019. Mm-hmm. But right, honestly, done it, like so much differently. Yeah, this time around. But honestly, for, I don't think we would change a thing. No, about no, it. wouldn't change a thing. It was, it was done. I mean, for what it was, mm-hmm. um, to be at a, a nice high end wedding, um, it was done really well. Um, you know, it was a bar backdrop, so guest experience was off the charts. I mean, for people to walk up and get a drink and have that be the backdrop, I mean, it was wild. Mm-hmm. So there were white claws displayed on the shelves, on the backdrop. So it was really, it was really cool. Really cool. Um, and it got shared on a lot of wedding blogs too. So that was mm-hmm. cool um, publicity for us, and it was just cool to be featured, especially at such an early time in our business. That was probably one of the first few times that we had exposure from. Um, other companies like that yeah number two man these guys like brought the arches to phoenix for sure you know so brianna and austin couple of ours in was that 2019 that was 2020 oh that was 2020 Mm -hmm. fall of 2020 um kayla from some like it classic was their planner uh these guys had a vision man like they you know they brought us what they wanted and, you know, it was really fun to be able to work with them because they knew what they wanted mm-hmm. and we knew how to build it. But, I mean, this um, – and we can we can talk a little bit about the build, obviously, but um, it's just really cool to look back and, and see uh, what we think of now is, is pretty a simple build. But back three years ago – it was the first time the market had ever really seen something like this. Yeah. Which was probably four or five, maybe even six arched panels, mm-hmm. you know, different layers, sizes, um, all brought together in probably three or four different kind of like nude shades, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they had a neutral, neutral. wedding color palette. So it was a lot of beiges, whites, creamy yeah. tones. for their escort display Mm -hmm. and it was really cool because we actually sectioned it we split it down the middle um for guests to be able to walk through and it was you know and kayla said it best but it was almost like creating a partition between what was a cocktail hour and then um dinner into into reception yeah so and austin the groom owns a company called five visual um, which is like a visualization creative studio. Mm-hmm. And he does a lot of, you know, drafting, graphic design yep. um, for commercial uh, and real estate construction building. Uh, but he really essentially did a lot of the work for us. Mm-hmm. He brought um, the designs to us and all we had to do was execute yeah. the production. Yeah. So 
shout out to you guys shout out to kayla for sound like a classic for being visionaries mm-hmm. um bringing the, the trends. arched backdrops to the market for sure here in phoenix and uh since then man they exploded we even sell those backdrops in details depot yeah, now they're still super popular so. so yeah that one was awesome um another build for 2020 was jay-z and adam at mountain shadows mm-hmm. which was such a cool one um with chris from consider it done was their planner and essentially i mean jay-z is just like a whole whole vibe <laughs> as mm-hmm. an individual as a bride um she was so much fun and they just had such like a kick-ass vendor team yeah i mean, I mean dream was, team yeah like just great photographer great planner beautiful venue their wedding was super small i think it was like 35 people mm-hmm. um but jay-z's vision for the wedding day was that she really wanted it to feel more like a modern art gallery and not a wedding mm-hmm. so that was tied into so many details with it being simple florals art more like art installation focused as opposed to some traditional elements that you might normally see. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we did is we created an art installation for their escort display. Right. Which had some white pedestals and black acrylic chairs of various sizes displayed on the pedestals facing different directions. Um, and then we partnered with Heidi from Idea Design. She did all of their paper goods, their invitations. Um, we used the monogram that she created for them on the wall and a plaque as well, like mm-hmm. an acrylic plaque that... Um, it was an acrylic plaque that was very similar to one that you would see like beside an art piece at a gallery. Right. That generally would say, you know, the artist's name, maybe the year that the art piece was created. Um details as to like where the artist lives so on and so forth Mm -hmm. however you know what we did was we put the plaque on the escort wall uh very symbolic of that of that you would see but instead you know it had the couple's you know information on it so their names the wedding date Mm -hmm. etc yeah very cool very cool touches there um and then there was also so then heidi added directional tape to the floor, which essentially led guests into the ballroom, into mm-hmm. reception, um, and the tape had na- guest names and their table assignments. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, it's really hard to even um, put this stuff into words. Like, I feel like you just have to go look at, <laughs> you know, the photos we'll of try this and, build. Yeah, throw up some photos too, so that people have a visual of what we're talking about. But I mean, probably, and I'm not being biased here, but like an escort display in that space in Mountain Shadows probably the best use of it because not only did it cover the corner where traditionally we put an escort display, mm-hmm. but because the tape was there, because the tape, you know, went from the escort display all the way into the ballroom. I mean, man, it, it really utilized the whole hallway. And again, talking to guest experience, like stellar, yeah. like for them to walk up to the escort display, be blown away and then look on the ground and they're like, Oh, these are names. Mm-hmm. Like Let me find I got my name. I got to follow this pathway. Wow factor. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then fun fact also about the fabrication aspect was the chairs the chairs that were on the pedestals were all acrylic that we had cut on our laser 
and we designed them so that they were modular. We cut them, we flat packed them, brought them to the venue, and then they all clicked together for assembly. And they were all different sizes. Uh, we worked with Chris from Consider It Done on this. I feel like we we had made like a couple different you know types. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, man, we were still like samples, really prototypes. samples prototypes. We were still really new at this, but um, you know, we worked with her, made sure that it worked, and. I mean, of course, like that was so much harder, but I think because we could have just bought chairs, but the reason why is because they didn't exist. Like we were looking at black acrylic chairs Mm -hmm. in like a super modern design that would be all different sizes and fit like they just didn't exist. Yeah, same design, but in three or four different sizes. Yeah. Like where are you going to find that? No. I remember when she came to us, she's like, could you guys build a doll chair or dollhouse Mm -hmm. chair? And we were like. Um, what do you mean by this? And she's like, well, and then it was referring to the size, but yeah. Yeah. So that one was super iconic. Um, and I feel like it forever went down in history for builds. Yeah. I mean, she says it all the time. Like people still talk about that build when they meet with her mm-hmm. or they're at mountain shadows and people are like, there's Chris. Like she, you know, she did the she did that art, art installation. Wedding, yeah. Yeah. So, so the next one would be uh, Nora and Barless and their speakeasy that yeah. we created for them at the Royal Palms. So wild again, shout out Kayla. Some like a classic two in the same year, mm-hmm. just like back to back. Yeah. But Kayla came to us with this idea that, um, you know, her client really wanted a speakeasy inside the Royal Palms. Mm-hmm. And they were actually a postponement. Oh, that's right. And they were originally getting married at the Arizona Biltmore. Right. I believe. Yep. And they pushed, I don't know if it was because of the date, I can't remember, but any, but they rescheduled to Royal Palms I think it was, instead. I think it was a little bit of a lot of things, but maybe the remodel of the hotel as well. Oh, that's right. Like they were just getting into the remodel, you know, they had postponed and then they were in the remodel and blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. yeah, they, we were going to do this build at the Biltmore. Then we had to switch gears and figure out how to do it at the Royal Palms. But, man, I mean, it turned out amazing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you asked me to, to build a speakeasy. I had never done it before, <laughs> quite frankly. I was a lot a, of these things you haven't done, yeah, I was a little, done before. Yeah, I was a little frightened, but, um, you know, we figured it out. If yeah, we, it was such a cool concept that we really wanted to make it happen and do everything in our power to, like, blow it out of the water and i feel i feel like that like looking back now like that that build to me it strikes me more as like a corporate build Mm -hmm. you know so to be able to do it at somebody's wedding is like that much more cool but um yeah i mean we had to have everything so exact and we built it in like four hours yeah i mean insane guys we were we were still putting this speakeasy up when guests were like coming in from what would be reception right mm, or no i mean we <laughs> i don't want to make us look bad we we had everything wrapped up by the time guests actually came in but the installation process was still happy it was for an after party the speakeasy was for an after party um and so fortunately that allowed us to have a little bit more time during the actual wedding got it to allow for we just weren't normally most of these builds all have to we have to be in and out before the wedding starts mm-hmm. at 4 4 30 but mm-hmm. we actually had more time going into the evening to 
yeah. put this up and put these final touches on it. Maybe I feel like maybe we were I feel like it was after a reception because guests were walking in. Mm-hmm. And um, if, if I mean, obviously, it was very stressful. Yeah. And strenuous build. But maybe I feel like it was later because guests were kind of moseying in and they probably just wanted to know what was going on. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, essentially Royal Palms, if you know the resort, um, it, it has a what would be called a library mm-hmm. with a really cool fireplace and like, you know, floor to ceiling bookcases with with books. And uh, the client wanted to turn this area into the speakeasy. Mm-hmm. And they had this little section that would function as a bar. Yes. Where, where a bartender would come from the other side. And then if you were sitting in the library, you essentially had this window. Yes. To order a drink from. Yeah. So our job was to essentially close off the library. And from the outside of the library, make it look like it was just a hallway. Mm-hmm. And so on the left, it was traditional, you know, wall of the building that, and to throw, you know, more complicated matter into the mix, the inside of the Royal Palms has like this stucco texture to it. And it's also like, it's a, it's a color called cinnamon from Sherwin-Williams, but it's like this. I don't want it like kind of like a terracotta mm-hmm. color, orangey, orangey color. yeah. So it's like this textured wall, and we have to mimic this, and we have to build essentially build a wall on the other side of the hallway to look like it's like the resort there, yeah. and look like nothing's there. On top of it, you know, the client wanted <laughs> some photos and you know different yeah, we things. Had to- jazz it up a bit decor wise to really again make it look like somebody was just walking down a hallway so we had these ornate framed pictures and this side table that had like a can't you know a couple candles they weren't lit (laughs) for safety reasons but um just kind of styled and decorated in a way that again people would just think they were walking down a normal hallway and and they did i mean it was wild like for us we knew obviously it was a speakeasy but it was wild to see the staff walking their normal direction Mm -hmm. and then they like you would like look at their face and they're like what in the world they're like whoa there's a wall here (laughs) yeah and they didn't know that they're used to just seeing the library when they walk by so and then what we did was um we had these sconces that were also around the hotel and we we mimicked them on our wall we then used one of the sconces as like an action lever and that's what you pulled to open the door to Mm -hmm. the speakeasy so I mean, looking back at photos, it, I mean, you can definitely tell where the the, the door is. Right. Um, and to our credit, I mean, we had like four or five hours to put this thing together. Had we had, you know, two or three days, mm-hmm. I think we could have probably made the whole thing seamless. Affected it, yeah. Um, but still, yeah. wild to build it. The other thing with the door, too, was it automatically closed. Right. So once guests opened the door, then essentially they'd go in and it would... It would close. close behind them. So yeah. the next person that would walk by yeah. again wouldn't even. But how cool to be a guest at that wedding, you know, be like, hey, yeah. where'd you get that drink? And then, you know, for the after party and mm-hmm. people are like, where's the bar? Yeah. And they're like, oh, like you got to walk down the hallway mm-hmm. and you got to pull the sconce on the right of the f- the photo of Nora and Barless's <laughs> dogs. 
because that was another thing. Mm-hmm. The couple had taken um, a portrait of their dogs and like had uh, an artist paint them and render them. We took that and we like framed it in this really nice ornate frame mm-hmm. and we put it on the wall. So like if you can imagine, guys, like this is the inside like of the royal palms. if you know palms. them and you know their dogs yeah. too, it was a cool, obviously nod to them, but for guests too, it was a way for them to be like, is that is that yeah. their dogs? Like, oh, wait, this has something to yeah. do with the wedding? Like, yeah. It, yeah. But it was on the wall of the resort. Right. So, like, like what? I know. Yeah. Anyways. So fun, though. Wild. Yeah. Um. So, next we had, this was our last one of 2020, which was Stephanie and Francisco at Four Seasons. And we actually never met this couple, but we got the job from Callista, Callista and Co., who's a wedding planner. Um, out of San Francisco. Out of San Francisco. Yep. And she came with a really cool vision. Um, and I think this, Brad would probably attest to this, but I feel like this is one of your personal favorite builds just yeah. because of the fabrication aspect. And um, it was... It was cool in a lot of different ways. It was, we've done a lot of desert inspired displays, but this one in particular had a lot of fun colors, um, multi-layered. So, and the way, and you can probably speak to the way that you fabricated it, but there was just a lot of details that went into that one. It had some ceramic ornaments from CB2 that were used as escort cards that were displayed on the shelves. And the titles had come prick me up. So it was a little pun there. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you won't have anything else to add about it. Yeah, no, I mean, I think like building aspect. just the intricacy of the build. It was mm-hmm. the first time we had done a layered wall before mm-hmm. and uh, really unique because I think generally looking at this build from a design perspective, you probably would have just printed like vinyl printed the colors and the layers of the mountainscape. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to definitely take it a step further. And each, you know, layer of the mountain, you know, was represented in a different color. And we then portrayed that um, production-wise into, you know, a layer of, you know, material. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you look at it from the outside and it's, like, so clean. But then you go to build it and you're like, oh, my goodness. Like, from the first layer on the very outside to the last layer, which would be, you know, essentially the, the wall backing, you have, like, three inches of depth. And so building it, you're like, holy crap, like, how am I going to fill all this space, you know? Um, But for me, I think it's definitely up there in the top 20 because um, the intricacy of the build, Mm -hmm. um, just the details that went into it, the the painting and the colors that that we used and that we did was really done well, Um, matching matching the sides, uh, the side layers. I was going to say kudos to you because I remember walking in – to the shop and seeing you line up the side the mm-hmm. side panels with where the mountainscape ended on the front and I mean that would have never crossed my mind but that just took it one step further and really really elevated the build to see these layers on all sides and not just the front it was yeah it was awesome yeah so I think you know it's just more more or less on the list because um it was a challenge for me um I think like it was just a beautiful build and to mm-hmm. this day it's it's like my top five and uh it's nothing crazy yeah but you look at it and you go wow that's a really mm-hmm. you know well done build yeah so i love the um 
the placement too of the build. They had it on Troon Lawn, so mm-hmm. it was kind of off on its own because that's where Cocktail Hour was held. So if you're familiar with Four Seasons Scottsdale at all, they have three different spaces, and a lot of times people use um, one of the spaces for multiple parts of the day, whether that be ceremony and then moving to Cocktail Hour or whatnot. But the Troon Lawn in this scenario was used only for Cocktail Hour, so guests actually had to walk over and our display was set like right in the middle of yeah. Troon Lawn and it was this perfect like circular lawn and it just photographed beautifully with the mountains and the cactus in the back and it's like one of my favorite galleries that oh yeah I mean so many cool photos and just yeah it was just beautiful build beautifully placed all right so next up is Alexis and Ryan at El Choro it was the kissing booth on Valentine's Day awesome which this is all credit to taylor because she pitched it she came up with the idea she was like uh you're getting married on valentine's day and you have like some budget to spend on an escort display Mm -hmm. why would we not do a kissing booth yeah so yeah alexis really wanted something that was tasteful but fun and i think that was always trying to um you know find this balance of creating something that would be super memorable and play into Valentine's Day a little bit, but not in a, you know, in a tasteful way, not have it come across as tacky or cheesy or anything like that. So, right. um, so that, and that was kind of the first time that I had essentially thought of an idea and we really pitched a client mm-hmm. on it and encouraged them to pursue it. And it was a little bit out of the box from, I think what she originally, I mean, when she originally came to us, I think she was just looking more for a simple wall that would list out table assignments mm-hmm. and, Essentially, we wanted to pitch this idea of having the build be multi-purpose so that, yes, it could be your escort display, but knowing that it is Valentine's Day, it's a fun day regardless. Like, we wanted also it to be a photo op for guests. Yeah. And I think we I think we did all of the above. Um, I think that also goes to, to show you, like, you know, if you can be a visionary for your client, you know, if you're listening and you have a business, like... If you um, trust in yourself, you know, the client will f- will feel that for sure. And hopefully they'll trust you. But, you know, you really have to trust yourself to, like, know that you have the best interest of your client in mind. And Taylor did. And she knew that, like, we could execute on exactly what she wanted. We wouldn't just show up to El Choro with, you know, like a rinky-dink carnival <laughs> kissing booth. Right. You know, that would look like crap. And, you know, it would be like, why is that here? Yeah. You know, so really well done. Um, it was their escort display. But, you know, again, it was also something for guests to enjoy as a photo booth. And, man, like looking back at Daniel Kim's album, mm-hmm. photo album of that wedding, like you could really tell that guests were into it. There were so many photos yeah. in and around the kissing booth. I mean, I think they got one photo with like 30 people mm-hmm. in front yeah, of everybody, it. Everybody uh, piled around. It was awesome. We got such great feedback from the planner, the couple um and they said that guests just raved about it so and what was fun too is they actually had a brunch wedding on valentine's day so i feel like it just it just set them set the tone for the day and kind of kicked off a a great a great day yeah i mean when you're when you're drinking at 10 30 in the morning you know (laughs) and you see a kissing booth in the corner like how can you not take advantage of it it was it was great cute kissing photos it was great yeah so that's another one to go check out on the instagram Mm -hmm. i mean just to slide through those few photos and see like how tasteful it was and um i mean 
that's hard to do. Like say, hey, we're gonna put a, build you a kissing booth, you know, at a really nice brunch wedding. Mm-hmm. So yeah, great one. Great one. Um, moving into 2021, we have Annie and John. Um, Annie's such a sweetheart of a bride. We love her. They were another one of our couples um, that had postponed. So they were actually getting married in 2020, and then they postponed the following year. Mm-hmm. But the vision pretty much stayed the same all along, I For think. Sure. Um, and hers was a fun one because she had a super colorful wedding palette. And I think up until that point, we had done a lot of... Uh, classic weddings with a black and white color palette, um, nothing super bold. And she was like, I want a hot pink wall. And we're like, girl, we are here for it. (laughs) Let's do it. Um, So that was super cool because that was one of the first times that we played into colors and and it fit perfectly with their spring wedding. But they did oranges, which, fun fact, were actually handpicked from... Um, their family estate, and then Jesse from Freya Creative hand-lettered the guest names and table assignments on them. Um, And we built individual clear acrylic shelves for each orange to set in. Yeah, and when Taylor says we built them, we built them. Like, we didn't go to Ikea and buy acrylic shelves. Like, did them on the laser. Yeah. (laughs) Bent the acrylic. Yeah, we we cut pieces of acrylic on the laser. We have a heat bender. We bent them perfectly into individual shelves for each orange to sit on, mm-hmm. which is wild. Like, yeah. you go back and look at the bill, you're like, was that overkill? I don't think it was because, I mean, it was perfect. And I think yeah. it was perfect for her, too. Like, such an elevated build for an elevated client. Mm-hmm. She was the best. She stuck with us through, you know, probably, what, it was like two different dates, right? For sure. I think they post boned at least once or twice yeah Yeah, and so and never changed the vision you know didn't come back to us and say like ah, i don't love it like new wedding we need Mm -hmm. to go with something different yeah um i mean she stayed true to it she was so fun to work with and uh we were happy to be able to pour extra effort into that one to to make it what it was for sure yeah because a big part of that too was when you have oranges they're round and so you can't just do these standard shelves on a wall because then they're going to roll so (laughs) we had to yeah yeah be um a little bit strategic and creative when it came to thinking of how we want to display these and how we want them to stay straight so the guests could see Mm -hmm. their names when they walked up to it yeah that was a fun one yeah um, you want to move on to Blair and Patrick? Yeah, Blair and Patrick up at the Enchantment Resort in Sedona. This was a fun one. Um, challenging in that uh, it was a really beautiful constellation display wall um, with some layers. And the client really wanted to incorporate some LED lights to like represent the night sky. So, you know, if you can imagine like the constellations and seeing like what would be printed, you know, lights... We then inserted individual LEDs into the backdrop. And, I mean, just such a cool build. Mm-hmm. Um, simple. We, you know, didn't go crazy with it. But I think, you know, placement-wise at the venue and for what it was at the time, too, really, really elevated. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah not much more to say about that one. It was just really cool. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites, for yeah. sure. And it was the first time I think we had used light, some sort of lighting in any of our displays. Yeah. So, so challenge was, for sure. Yeah. And that was a really fun, um, fun detail. Especially as cocktail hour hit and the sun went down, then it really sparkled. Yeah. Um, 
So next up is Abby and Zach, which um, they are big fans of the Coachella Music Festival. So this one was at Onda's Scottsdale. Um, and for their seating chart display, we essentially created a large lineup poster, like what you would see at the music festival of yeah. all the different artists that are performing. So that was super cool. Um, AZ and AZ was their festival name with play on their, on their names, um, first initials. And yeah, they picked stage names for all of the tables, which we then also created, corresponding table numbers, table names. We did custom artwork with the Camelback Mountain design and a Ferris wheel, like that's so iconic for Coachella. Um, and yeah, just kind of really played into their wedding color palette, very sunset, very pinks and oranges. And um, I think it was a perfect mix of what you would see in, you know, Palm Springs mm -hmm. and in Scottsdale. Yeah. I think we, we merged the two perfectly. Yeah. Into a build. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was super cool. And cool that it was so specific. Um, but again, very special for them because Coachella is a special place and something that they've created many memories at. So we were able to tie in some of those details for the wedding. And then, of course, they ended up hiring the guy who does the infamous balloon chain at the festival. And he came and actually put up the balloon chain for their wedding. So there's some cool photos of that yeah. in the gallery. I mean, they really leaned into it. Yeah. Like they in brought... a tasteful way. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was. Yeah, it was great. They brought Coachella to mm -hmm. Scottsdale. Yeah. In the form of a wedding. For, for sure. sure. Great venue to do it at too. Yeah. Beautiful. Next Very is nice. yeah. So next is Austin Trevor at LaBerge. Shout out Kelsey Finland for this build. Shout out, shout out Kelsey Finland for on the phone. She goes, she's telling me, you know, what she wants. And then she goes, and I want to elevate it off the ground, like four or five inches. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, what? <laughs> she wants this like really heavy slat wall elevated, like five inches. You know, she's like, well, yeah, I mean, because obviously we're going to put disco balls at the bottom. And like, you know, we got to raise the. Obviously. Yeah. So. <laughs> You know what? I love Kelsey. She always challenges us. Um, and this was a build that she brought to the table that was just absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. um, so many props, so many cool details. They had um, the guest book for that specific wedding was a record the guest signed and they placed it on a record player. So after ceremony, they ended up moving that in front of the escort display. So it really enhanced the design. Yeah, um, it was a perfect vibe. I mean, this escort display was not only just a, a beautiful wall that we built, um, but just everything in and around it was set up perfectly. There were floating shelves mm -hmm. that were like this, I don't want to say turquoise blue, but... Mm -hmm. Just a really cool color really palette. Really cool like color palette, blue yeah. blue and a burgundy maroon color. Which, side note, browns really and... hard colors to mix, like paint-wise. <laughs> yeah. Really hard, like easy to print and, and see digitally, but really hard to get in the form of like pigmented lacquer. Mm -hmm. So that was a challenge for us, but we did it. Um, on some of the shelves were like some really cool uh, decanters, plants, mm -hmm. flowers. I mean, yeah. go check Very out. Styled, yeah, yeah, check out this build because um, like you'll look at it. A neon sign mm -hmm. was on there. It said Boogie Woogie's to your seat, which fun fact, Woogie, I think is the name of their dogs. Yeah. Or, or dog, I yeah. should say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the disco balls. Remember she asked you to cut disco balls in half? Oh, yeah. So 
I just remember Kelsey asks me, hey, you know, can we put disco balls on the wall? And I'm like, yeah, of course. She goes, but I want them to be flush to the wall. And I go, um, okay, like cut them in half. She's like, yeah, just cut the disco balls in half and then, you know, mount them to the wall. I'm like, okay, yeah, no problem. So it's two weeks leading up to the wedding. I'm in the shop and I go to like cut this disco ball in half. And usually I'm pretty confident, you know, with power tools, but I don't know why I didn't realize it until this point, but I'm like, disco balls are glass. Mm -hmm. Like they're like little squares of glass and I'm going to be cutting them in half Mm -hmm. with power tools. Right. Like guys, dry protection on. (laughs) Usually when you cut glass, like you need either like a special scoring knife or like, it's not like you're running this thing through a table saw. So I don't know. It was so wild. Yeah. We got it done. Um, yes, definitely eye protection, uh, gloves on. Yeah. Might have cut myself a few times. But you know what? I'll tell you what. I generally cut myself on every build. So yeah. it's all good. Austin, we cut some, uh, Trevor, guys, it's, you know. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. We cut some records in half, too. That was cool. Yeah. But just, yeah, very, very detailed. Kelsey had a vision, and it was it was cool. It was cool. It was awesome. Um. All right, so next is Anna and Alex with the bike display um, and the title Life in Tandem. So this was one of our really very first love story driven, I'd say, builds. Um, So kind of here's a little backstory behind the concept of the bike. So and this was shared on their wedding website, too, but. After an afternoon of house hunting and dreaming of purchasing their first home together, Alex had decided to end the evening with a bike ride. Riding bikes is one of his favorite recreational activities to exercise, reflect, and unwind. While he was riding through the Scottsdale waterfront and taking in the atmosphere, it hit him that this was the perfect place to propose to Anna. And then from that day on, each bike ride that Alex went on, he would take a few extra minutes while going through the waterfront to plan the perfect spot to pop the big question. Um... They also love being active together, um, and they even attended Tessa. Tyler Not by Tessa was their wedding planner, and uh, she's also a spin instructor <laughs> this time, and so they actually took one of her spin classes the day before their wedding. But, um, yeah, the bride came to us and had this idea that she really wanted to do something special for the groom, and this was a way that we could tie in some personal elements and also do it in a really elegant sophisticated way that matched their palette and their vibe and we did an acrylic bike and all of the table assignments were listed on wheels essentially mm-hmm. yeah kinda. bike wheels Similar. in frosted acrylic it was Frost- really nice were they bike wheels or were they just frosted acrylic like spokes i think pretty cool mm-hmm. uh, next up sarah and daniel we did a really cool cookie display and when we met with them we had no idea like i guess this tradition of people like maybe from pittsburgh area um that like when they would get together everybody or at a wedding specifically i think i'm probably butchering this taylor could help me but yeah i just did a little google if you want me to but you know like they basically sat down with us and they were like you guys know about this like cookie thing and we're like what and they're like yeah, like everybody bring everybody every in the family has a cookie table and every yeah, it's like essentially a large table with different cookies is presented to guests at the wedding. Um, guests are or cookies are generally prepared by family members in advance of the reception. 
So they're like, so we got to do it big, obviously. Mm-hmm. And we ended up creating them like this really beautiful, like watercolor um, skyline of, of the city of Pittsburgh. And uh, made them, were there pedestals? Mm-hmm. A couple pedestals. pedestals. In front that displayed the different. Yeah. And they, they utilize like a rental bar, beautiful bar mm-hmm. um, to put the cookies on. Just so cool. So cool to like elevate a build, which would usually be just like a regular six foot table with a tablecloth on it that they wanted to turn into like this massive, mm-hmm. you know, guest like experience. True, yeah. 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 True guest experience. Um, yeah. I remember them coming to us and being like, people don't ask, how was the cake at the wedding or how was the wedding? They're like, how are the cookies at yeah. the wedding? So that was awesome. Was awesome really, to see those photos too yeah. afterwards of the guests enjoying that. Yeah. It was really, really cool to play into some of those traditions. Um, All right. So next up is Layla and Josh. This actually leads into 2022 for the builds. And um, the story behind this build, we call it the door build. The story behind it is Layla and Josh were in college and Layla's door of her dorm would like get stuck sometimes. Right. Mm -hmm. So Layla. I think one day it got jammed. Yeah. One day it got jammed or something. And, you know, this is wild because like Taylor and I, I mean, like we're hearing this story, Mm -hmm. you know, we're. We're getting these stories from couples only because we're asking them personal details. And that's yeah. what's so great about these love story questionnaires that we started to do. But, I mean, normally, like, you would never hear a story like this from no. from a client. Yeah. You know? like one of, yeah, one of our questions is always, how did you guys meet? Yeah. And so this was such a unique scenario yeah. that was so random but, like, so fun. And it didn't just, and it was crazy because, like, you know, people would be like, oh, we met in college, you mm-hmm. know, but we really have to like dig in and like we ask people to like divulge probably more than you want to tell us. Yeah. But this is so great because like the outcome is just so much better. But anyways, the short story of it is Layla's door was jammed and she asked Josh to help her I open think it. Josh came over because he heard like a ruckus or something. And, Got it. Um... Yeah, just like, and he wanted to make sure that nobody was trying to break in, or it was just obviously some loud noises, yeah. some commotion going on um, inside the dorms. And so Josh came over to kind of see what was going on and then um, essentially help Layla with the door. But yeah, that was like yeah. their first interaction, first time meeting. So. so then naturally, you know, like through our conversations with Chris and Tyler of Consider It Done and the client, we were like, well, what do we do? Like, how do we, how do we, you know, incorporate this. this. Yeah. Um, so we ended up making like a double sided, uh, wall and there was four doors on each wall and you would, the guests would walk up, they would open the door and there were like these beautiful bright colors behind the door. Mm-hmm. Again, this is another one that you just have to check out the photos. Yeah. Um, and behind were, each door was a different color too. Yeah. Behind each door was a different yeah. color. They're the guest names. We printed it behind the door. But what was really cool is on is on each side there was one door that was stuck Mm -hmm. and it wouldn't open and again like if you knew their story and if you knew how they met it was a great representation to like you know lead into the escort display and Mm -hmm. like have that be a part of their big day Um, or at least a conversation starter for guests of like what's with the doors like i don't i don't understand the concept behind the doors and then it would give something it would give guests something to talk about um, another thing too is one of their favorite trips that they took together was to Disneyland and they're fans of Disney in general. And so we used Love is an Open Door as a title, which I think would have been great too, but it was also a little bit of a nod to Frozen. That's right. Um, 
so yeah just again some fun personal touches that mm-hmm. um yeah really cool so next one's bradley and jack what we call the airport bar mm-hmm. um this was great because bradley and jack love traveling again we were you know we were talking to them about what they wanted to do for their escort they were getting married at um four seasons scottsdale and uh you know we're just trying to figure out you know, like what makes sense for them, mm-hmm. you know, they love traveling, like, um, you know, what do we do? Like, you know, everybody's seen like, you know, different, you know, spinoffs of like travel themed mm-hmm. escort displays, destination, destination themed yeah. with, you know, like, you know, find your destination on like a, you know, piece of acrylic with the plane. Like, mm-hmm. we're like, well, come on, like we're details duo. Like, how do we elevate this? <laughs> You know, we can't just do like a piece of acrylic with like find your destination and it's, you know, yeah. the destination board at, at the airport. Like that's been done before. So I just remember like pitching the boys on like, hey, you know, like what else do you like to do at the airport? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, or like talking to them like, well, we love the bar. You yeah. know, like who doesn't love the bar at the right. airport? Yeah. So on the next call, I remember Taylor and I were like, all right, let's do it. Like, yeah. let's pitch them. So we're like, hey, boys, like, what do you think about creating an actual bar mm-hmm. in, like, for your escort display in Four Seasons? And it'll be like guests are sitting at the airport bar, mm-hmm. grabbing a drink, waiting for their flight. Yeah. You and know? usually bars are just the bottom piece, but we actually fabricated a whole top section oh, so yeah. that it was really like a full full build out double-sided um, double-sided and then essentially their seating chart which was travel themed had mm-hmm. to find your destination that kind of mimicked what you'd see as like a departure departure board. arrivals mm-hmm. board at the airport um was suspended from the top of the display so if you were sitting at the bar you could look at your table assignments but then yeah you're essentially just could also just sit on the bar stools and have a drink enjoy a drink yeah that was great when we styled it with some uh alcohol liquor bottles mm-hmm. and just really kind of played into the vibe yeah of the airport bar that so. was a fun one yeah super cool um another one for 2022 is jordan and evan so they are such a fun couple um self-proclaimed nerds <laughs> who love all things game of thrones and jurassic park so we really played into those with some banner um canvas material banners uh, that displayed their seating charts. We had a bunch of icons for each table. Um, again, that just kind of played into the overall design. And then in the center... And Taylor and I are, like, so not Game of Thrones people, so sorry <laughs> if that's offending any of you. But, like, I think the icons on there... And I know a little bit about it just because I had to do some research. Yeah. But I think there's, like, different houses, what they call them, of, like, in Game of Thrones. Oh, there's, like, yes. different You're houses. Right. Yeah clans i don't know whatever (laughs) um and so each icon was like a different house Uh and that represented the table the table number yeah so yeah um and then we had the title i am hers she is mine which is also a game of thrones reference and then with a little bit of details playing into the game of thrones but also jurassic park we had some really cool mirrored gold acrylic scales on the bottom to kind of add in some texture and fun elements so yeah very unique, very, very special. I mean, I don't think it could be anybody else's wedding but theirs. <laughs> and, man, that's hard to do. Like, when a client comes to you and says, hey, we want to do Game of Thrones meets Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Okay, go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I think you look at the photos. I mean, it's very well done, mm-hmm. you know? 
Yeah, it was a cool one, and it was cool to do, like, three different pieces, and then also that was the first time we had really printed on canvas like that. For sure. So just fun to have some different materials and yeah, yeah, utilize some different things. I remember we were out there with our steamer, like yeah. our, our <laughs> Jiffy steamer, uh-huh. like trying to get the, the creases out of the linen, you yeah. know, because we can't just leave those. No. Just like you wouldn't in a tablecloth, you yeah. know. So, cool. So next up is Katie and Robbie. Uh, the groom is a huge Steelers fan, with his dad's side of the family being from Pittsburgh, and so in their household, Sundays essentially revolve all around football season and watching the Steelers play. So, um, and if you know the sport well, you probably know their fans wave terrible towels at the games. So for their escort cards slash wedding favors, guests were given these custom towels to wave during their grand entrance. So. We put those in clear acrylic boxes and set them on shelves um, on the display. And then the title is actually a nod to the famous Immaculate Reception play from, um, I have in my notes here, 1972. But it's pretty much known as one of the greatest plays in in NFL history. And it was really cool to have the word reception in there because obviously it you know, plays into the wedding Mm -hmm. and leading guests to reception. But if you're a big football fan and you see the word immaculate reception, you instantly know that it's a play, you know, famous play from a game. So that was really cool. That was wild. I think that was awesome to like be able to create an NFL themed, you know, football themed build, Mm -hmm. but in such an elegant way right? that you would look at it and you would go like, you'd be confused Mm -hmm. because you're like, this is so not cheesy. Right. Like, it's not tacky. Like, you would think it would be if it was, like, a football-themed wedding. Right. You know, you're like, oh, that's tacky. Yeah. But there's, it was so far. a football-themed display. You're yeah. like, mm, It was so far from wedding. it. Yeah. But, yeah, it was far from that. And um, it was really cool to see the photos, too, of guests waving the towels as Katie and Robbie walked, oh, it was walked awesome. through the doors. Yeah. Very fun. Okay, next we got Kelsey and Kyle. This was an epic build. Um, we call it the kitchen build. The Laney kitchen build. Mm -hmm. And yes, you heard that right. We built a kitchen with cabinets and a window Mm -hmm. in the middle of Mountain Shadows. So essentially we asked Kelsey the bride, um, you know, hey, what are some of your favorite things to do together? And she said, we enjoy spending our Fridays ordering pasta, drinking red wine, and following it up with dancing in the kitchen. And kind of a light bulb went off because... Both Brad and I are big fans of Laney. Chris, who's their planner, um, consider it done, is also a Laney fan. The band Laney. The band Laney, yeah, L-A-N-Y, um, if you're not familiar with them. But anyways, we love their music, and they have a song called Dancing in the Kitchen. And so we were like, oh my gosh, we have to play into that song and just like, I wonder if they know about the song. And so Chris actually introduced that to them, um, and they loved the song. And it was a perfect fit. And so we really played into the kitchen and creating a platform, check a black and white checkered platform for them to dance on. We hung a disco ball as mm-hmm. like the ceiling light um, that again played into their wedding design and also a little bit of a Laney reference to if you know kind of some of their cover art and things. They also had a lyric from the Laney song um, on acrylic panel that that was on standoffs that we then could take off and they could display in their kitchen at home afterwards because they were not a local couple so they traveled so there wasn't much that they could bring home with them um, after the wedding day but 
it was nice to have something that they could keep from yeah. display. And then the window um, essentially listed out all of their table assignments. So in the different window panes, mm -hmm. we had the guest names and table assignments listed. So guests actually had to walk up into the kitchen, really immerse themselves in the whole build. Because again, it was stylized with cookbooks and fun family photos of people who had either couldn't be there or had sadly passed. And so it was just a great way to involve everybody. And last thing, last little detail, we also had the song Dancing in the Kitchen by Lainey playing mm -hmm. um, on a little MP3 player and we stuck it inside the KitchenAid mixer. So when guests actually walked up to the display, they heard the song playing. Yeah as they were able to kind yeah. of take it all in and find their table. Pretty subtle. Like you had, to, it, the music wasn't loud. Yeah. You had to be in the kitchen mm -hmm. to hear it, but really cool. Yeah. Really cool. Super cool. Um, and then we had Karen Michael, funny enough, the day after. So <laughs> at the Kel same venue. At the same venue. Kelsey and Kyle got married on Friday. Karen Michael got married on Saturday. Um, but what was really cool about Karen Michael was they are both dentists. Um, they actually met at a dental drinking event called Pontics and Politics. <laughs> um, and so we created a, what you'd know as like a typical dentist counter with mirrors, almost like, you know, you see mirrors or with our medicine cabinet, a sink, and then essentially toothbrushes. And so for each guest, we used um, black and white and clear, I think, mm -hmm. toothbrushes as their escort cards. The mm -hmm. three different colors designated their meal selection. So whether they got a black toothbrush or a white toothbrush, that was the meal they were getting. And then, yeah, guest names and their table were printed on the toothbrushes. So guests had to go up um, and look in these clear acrylic canisters, all alphabetized, <laughs> obviously, mm -hmm. to make it easy, um, but find their toothbrush. And then they had a little, you know, keepsake for afterwards, too, but... Do you want to say something about the sink, too? Yeah, it was wild, too, because I remember the wedding planner, uh, Ashley from Your Jubilee. Uh, shout out, Ashley. But she was like, and what do you think about, like, making the sink, like, functional? Like, would that she was asking me, like, would the sink be functional? And I wasn't thinking about that at the time. But I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, sure. again, we're a details duo. So, right? you know, we can't just have We've a sink. We've gone this far with the dentist yeah. counter, so let's really play into it can't just have a sink without running water so of course the sink was functional you would you know pull the handle and water would come out and it was just so great to see the photos of guests interacting with that and uh, I think that was perfect for them I think it was yeah. a perfect build for that that client yeah so cool so iconic all right so this next one was really fun um Brenna and Eli both went to U of A huge basketball fans um they're also getting married kind of right around March Madness for you know college basketball and really wanted, you know, to incorporate the the bracket system, basketball March Madness bracket system as their escort display. And so naturally, Taylor and I were like, well, that's been done before. You know, like, how do we elevate that? You know, like, because we want to give the client what they want, mm -hmm. but we also take don't. Take it up a notch. Yeah, we want to take it up a notch. notch. We don't want to copy people either. Like, we yeah. don't want to just say, oh, yeah, we'll do it. You know, like, we'll take your money and we'll, we'll do it. So um, we were like, okay, we'll. How about if we incorporated like an interactive pop a shot inside your escort display? So like originally I remember like thinking maybe we would put like a basketball hoop on the wall 
and you know like maybe a wall beside it and it would you know list out the guest names but then we're like no like let's let's do like an actual pop a shot Mm -hmm. you would like go into an arcade and you would see um but like let's make it on brand for their wedding Mm so um really beautiful basketball hoop all metal design with a mirrored gold acrylic backboard Mm -hmm. mirrored basketball hoop and chain um like all white basketball they well we got basketballs and like painted them white yeah. so just every Make detail it super classy and elegant yeah. so that it didn't look yeah um and then we didn't did we know or yeah we knew the so wilbur the <laughs> the mascot u of a mascot yeah. ended up coming to the wedding yeah he made an appearance he made an appearance and it was wild just to see like the bridegroom wilbur like all around this display pa- mm-hmm. playing basketball yeah again at el choro yeah during cocktail hour like wild epic yeah. and so that cool. was really cool too to give guests an activity to do during cocktail hour because sometimes it can be a little bit of a lull while you're waiting um and so yeah it was just really fun very cool photos but super memorable for guests and just a really fun interactive experience that was awesome um and then our last one bringing us to number 20 here is eric and jake so um they were big gamers they got married at phoenix art museum and we did a really cool escort for them, but I think what our favorite build is from that day is actually their ceremony backdrop. Mm-hmm. So we did a little bit of a play on the PlayStation buttons, if you're familiar with the controller um, for the game console. And so you have a, the symbols, the symbols. Yeah. Um, so if you're familiar with the symbols on the controller, there's an X, an O, a triangle and a square. And so we essentially fabricated that into a ceremony backdrop. That Huge, they, that ten, they got, ten foot wide, that they ten got foot tall. In front of, yeah. I think it's just really cool, um, very fitting to also be a Phoenix Art Museum. Mm-hmm. Very similar to like Jay Z and Adam style, where um, you know they were actually at a museum, right? <laughs> um, but to speak about like the art installations, you know, this couple as well really wanted to you know, lean into the museum feel. Mm -hmm. And it was really fun to be able to make their backdrop as something that you would see like as an art installation Mm -hmm. or even out kind of like the love statues, you know, at various parks or community centers. Yeah, great Um, But really fun. That's a a really cool one to see. Check out our Instagram for that just to see kind of how we fabricated that. Mm -hmm. All like matte black, really beautiful display. Yeah. Um, They got married in front of it. Yeah. And it's like one of those, like, if you know, you know. If not, then it just looks like a bunch of symbols. And I mean, honestly, it probably looks, the guests who didn't know, they probably just thought that it was there at the museum, Mm -hmm. you know, as a, you know, as a structure. Right. But so. for but for the couple, it was special. And yeah. if you are a big gamer, then you obviously recognize yeah. the symbols. So, yeah, very fun. Man, so that's 20. That's 20. There were so many more that we didn't mention yeah. that were all unique in and of themselves. And we loved every single one of them. Even if it was super challenging, it didn't make the list. Um, you know, we appreciate everybody's business. And furthermore, we appreciate you guys trusting us for mm-hmm. your big day to to build this cool and unique stuff for you. Absolutely. And we hope that you enjoyed hearing us talk through our 20 favorite builds. Yeah, and some of the backstories and how it related to couples and their love stories and some of these personal touches and, yeah, and how we elevated their wedding. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. Well, All thanks, right. guys. Thanks, guys. Until next time, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.